production of Round Peg. This is Lorraine Ball. And this is Lydia Thurston. And today, we're talking about the fact that the sky is falling. It's sort of falling. It depends on who you're talking to. But yes, there is a huge change that has already begun rolling out on Facebook. Absolutely. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about the change on Facebook and really what it means for business owners and how they continue to survive as the rules change and the ground shifts underneath them. Absolutely, and so essentially what this change is, is is that Facebook has decided to take away a lot of the visibility, organic or otherwise in some cases, um, from publishers and brands and businesses. And a huge portion of our clients are small businesses with Facebook pages. And so this is just something that we're gonna have to figure out how to change and adapt to with the Facebook business pages that we're in charge of right now. Absolutely, and the big change is, if you listen to it from Mark Zuckerberg's perspective, he's saying he wants to improve the user experience. He wants people who are using Facebook to have content that they're interested in. And essentially he's telling publishers and businesses, yeah, your stuff's not so interesting. And so the onus on business owners is to make their content more interesting. They need to do more, work harder, think more about what they're putting on Facebook. So what kind of things should businesses be doing to become more interesting? Yeah, to increase visibility and to become more interesting, number one, this, Facebook Live. Everybody knows, hi! (laughs) Everybody knows Facebook loves Facebook and what is going to excel on Facebook is using the tools that they've given to business owners, like Facebook Live, like polls, like the carousels, and different kinds of, not necessarily interactive media, but more interactive than just a static photo and a little bit of text. And any business owner or any business who is right now sending out Facebook posts with no photos should not expect to have any of that seen. Every single post should have a photo attached to it. And ideally, it'll be a video. Right now, Facebook is definitely moving in the trajectory of favoring videos, especially those that are under 15 seconds. And so those are the top two, I would say. Facebook Live and 15-second videos. Absolutely. And I want to talk about kind of both of those. The first is Facebook Live. Not being afraid to let people see behind the scenes. To see you on your not-so-perfect Photoshop day. (laughs) Nobody comment that, you know, maybe my hair is not exactly the way it should be. But that authenticity is really what Facebook is looking for because people are more likely to interact with, they're more likely to comment on those live videos. Absolutely. There's plenty of statistics out there if you're looking for them, and we can definitely link to those in the blog and MTFW. Of Like 80% of people would prefer Facebook Live over just a normal video, and something like over 60% of people have actively sat down and watched a live video in the past X amount of months. I mean, it's wonderful and shocking statistics, and Facebook has taken it and ran with it. And then on the other side of it, the 15-second video, there's wonderful stock photography out there. There are wonderful stock videos that you can use and just superimpose a tiny little message. And actually, in a way, you have to almost think about it the way that advertisers thought about TV advertising back in the day. You sat down to watch a program, and up came a quick commercial, and then it was gone. 
And that's what those 15 second videos are in your newsfeed. Absolutely. If you have a short video that promotes your company or your business, if it's under 15 seconds, it actually qualifies to be a legitimate commercial. And sure, as a viewer who doesn't even have cable, I've just watched Netflix, commercials are the most annoying thing to me. But as a marketer, there is so much value in commercials and getting your voice and your message out there. And so these 15 second videos can actually be put into the middle of a video that somebody, an average Facebook user is just watching and then they have to watch the 15 seconds to continue on with their. And we all got used to that when we watched network television. We weren't paying for it and so the commercials were, we understood how they paid for it. Same thing on Facebook. The average user is not paying for it so as long as the commercials are tasteful, mm -hmm. quick in and out, Facebook is going to share them. Absolutely. Okay, what else can people do, businesses do, if they want to be more visible in the timeline? So the other two biggest things are shares and comments. So if you can share your post, if you're comfortable, and you should be comfortable sharing your business's information onto your personal timeline, then go on ahead and share a relevant post to your personal timeline, and then more people will see it, more people will interact with it, and likely your friends are the people who are following your business as well. The second thing, and you'll see it time and time again, both in messages from Facebook and messages from other marketers about what exactly Facebook is trying to do with this, but you should be creating in the comments meaningful dialogue and meaningful interactions. So if you want to comment as a business and ask a question to your followers, Get a conversation started, start moving forward and in the right direction of just shaping a conversation around your business and your brand in a way that's going to be meaningful. You know, things as simple as, what did you think about this recipe? If it's a cooking school or a, a food blog, or have any of you tried this technique? If we share, and we're going to share this on Facebook, in the comments having questions like, have you seen a difference in your traffic? And getting people to talk to you about it. And it's really, I think, about becoming human. Mm -hmm. Facebook is a place where people come together. That's definitely uh, the case, and that's why everybody builds these massive communities of Facebook pages. And that's another option. If you have a very close-knit community, move it to a group. If you want it to be a public group or a private group, that's entirely up to you. There are obvious drawbacks to Facebook groups, such as you can't schedule things out, you can't promote things, you can't advertise or anything, but your content will be seen by every follower who goes to that group page after you post something. So it's a matter of just taking a step back and thinking about what's most important to your business and if it's visibility, then you might really want to consider a group, but make sure that community is tight-knit and is going to follow your business to a group. You know, and that's the thing is that groups are great if people are emotionally involved, if they are engaged and care about it. And with groups, I get a lot of reminders from the groups that I belong to, hey, there's a new conversation in the group. And so that's great, but if you're a plumber, don't try to create a group. Nobody is emotionally attached to their plumber. They're just not. Truly. No. Sorry. <laughs> and I love my plumbers. And then I think the last thing that people really need to think about is the fact that you're going to have to pay for this. You're going to have to pay to reach people. 
yes, that's the number one easiest and most efficient way to get your posts in front of the same amount of people that you would have before this huge shift in the algorithm. Even if it's something like a demographic reach and five or ten dollars behind a post, mm -hmm. what you need to start thinking about is quality over quantity. What you're posting in the content, in the verbiage, and in the way you wish to display it, be it in photo or video, is going to reign so much more supreme than just posting every single day or multiple times a day. That's just gonna wear you out. You're going to absolutely become burnt out within a month and trust me, just focus on what you're good at and get that message out there and then just put a little bit of money behind it. Cool. All right, well there's lots more that I'm sure we're gonna be talking about in the weeks to come about this, but I think this is a good place to wrap for today. I think so. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to know more about marketing, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz and look for this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.